Welcome to the Punks Cast, hosted by Josh Rostbader-Feltz and Jordan Fighting Wasabi Kamasura. Yep, 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 yep. Week six is in the books. Welcome to the Punks Cast. It's a it's another great week to be alive. It's another great week to play fantasy football. Nothing bad has happened recently. Nothing at all. I wish all of you a great, uh, great and wonderful week of fantasy football. I'm sure you had a great week six. Jordan, how was your week six? The greater week than than yours, for sure. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fantastic week. Very good week. No complaints. I guess you you must have uh you must have pulled off the win then, I guess, against me, didn't you? Oh, oh my gosh. It was uh I I was telling you earlier, uh, you know, it was down to the Monday night game and my my, my, my butthole was clenched the whole game, especially in the second half. But you know, I pulled out a win. Uh now uh on a four game winning streak. So yeah, very good week. Not bad. Let me tell you how uh, how my Monday night went. Let me let me let me set the stage for you, okay? All right, all right. <laughs> so, going into Monday night, I needed forty points from two receivers. That's a tall order, and I knew it was a very slim chance of that happening. I knew, I knew it was going to take a miracle, and I had. Stefan Diggs and AJ Brown, two literal studs of wide receivers in the National Football League. And they got me so close. So oh, yeah. very close. Close enough for where yeah. I actually had a glimmer of hope. And yet all the hope was dashed by the end of the fourth quarter. So 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 I'll be honest though, right? During the Monday night game, I, I was really, really like terrified because I played against Diggs last year in the finals and uh, Scott, you know, Odell No had him, right? Mm-hmm. And he scored freaking 37 points. So I was like, if, if there's really a chance that this 40 point lead will like be gone in like, you know, in one game, it would be against Diggs. And it started really good for him, right? Because he scored like a touchdown. And I was like, uh, as long as... AJ Brown doesn't do anything, which he 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 never did anything in the first half. I was like, I'll be fine. Diggs would score like 30 something. AJ Brown would be like, I don't know, two or five or something like that. So I'm like, yeah, I, 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 I'll, I'll survive, right? And then the second half started and they're like, Tannehill was just peppering, you know, AJ Brown with targets. Like, oh no. And then there was that, that one play where Diggs was like targeted in the red zone and he, he almost had it. And yeah, he, it was called, for, it was called like a, uh, a penalty or something, right? Yeah, I think he got DPI. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, "Ooh!" So, so the whole second half, I was just, I was just really terrified. So I was like, you know, no, no, no. And and then, yeah, the the final, I think, uh, when when it wo- almost went to overtime, and I was like, yeah, if if this goes to overtime, I'm done because either way, one of them would score, right? And, th- and that's the, the that's the bad part because whoever gets the ball, it's like someone would score from your team, right? So I was like. Yeah. <laughs> 
so when when they did like it, it, yeah they didn't they they went for it and didn't go for overtime it's like this is the best case scenario here and so just just stay with this and then yeah yeah i was like oh, yeah yeah but yeah you know like like you said like always our, our games our game like every year is is something that i look forward to so now, now that's done, I'm like, okay, it's time to move on. But so you can focus on the rest of the season because yes, yes, now yes, this one's just, behind you. Yes, exactly. So this is every year. This is something that I, I really look forward to. Yeah, and yeah, that's done. And honestly, what 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 probably sunk me the most was just bye weeks and injuries. I just couldn't field. I couldn't field a good running back core like i had to play zeke and tony pollard which is never a good yeah yeah it's never a good thing to do i mean yeah i got about as good as i could hope from those two but neither one of them went off and had a monster game but you know 15 from zeke eight points from pollard which is just not gonna cut it and i that i knew that was the weak the weak point yeah i saw that and 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 that's the other thing, right? Because I think when we both started the week, we basically had like scrubs on our RB2. But I got lucky because I got, you know, the guy from KC and he he delivered. So I was surprised. Yeah, Daryl Williams. Yeah, Daryl Williams. And I think that's one of the things that, that really helped me because, you know, my stud QB was just... Oof. I know. It's like, what what happened? So I was like, and they played like the 12 p.m. game. It's like, oh my gosh, this this is like a tough order because you know, uh, he he he's normally my productive player, and he just gave me like 13 points. So yeah, the Chargers they they played at Baltimore, right? Yeah, and they just got completely shut down the entire game. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Six points total is really just sad for the the whole Chargers offense. It it every I think everyone in that team didn't really get any like you know fantasy football enough fantasy football points. Yeah, your Her- your Herbert Keenan Allen stack didn't produce very much. Oh I'd yeah, say. yeah. <laughs> and then even Eckler I think was like down is like less than ten points. So yeah. But anyway, so so uh, I think from the last episode we promised we've been doing this for like what ten years now, right? Mm-hmm. And from year one to year ten, we'd be, we'd played each other in the regular season. So so I looked it up, right? And then and you you'll be surprised. It's you know it may sound like bad, but we're actually pretty even in terms of wins and losses, right? So so here it is out. So from 2012 to 2015, uh, I was actually re- down like two to six, so two wins, uh, six losses against you. Is this just regular season losses? Regular ways? season, yep. Regular season losses. Okay. So from 2016 up until now, 2021, I'm on a six-game winning streak against you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's like, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, Josh. I, you know, this, <laughs> this is what the s- statistics say, right? So I'm just, I'm just sharing. So I'm like, you know, giving you like a. You're two, up two and six, but the last six years, I'm I'm on a six game winning streak. So better luck next year. Just kill me. <laughs> Just kill me. So 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 I have to tell you that because you're asking regular season, right? So I just have to yeah <laughs> to tell you though that of all the teams that made it to the playoffs in the last nine years, you made it seven times out of the nine years. So I mean, kudos to you. I mean that that means a lot. I mean that you're. You're the, uh, in terms of percentage, you're the, the highest winning regular season coach who made it to the playoffs. But you know what I have to say to that, though? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, you never get enough. 
man. But, 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 <laughs> but if you were an M- NFL coach, you'd still be fired though, right? Because, yeah. Well, you, you told me you have like a comparative uh, NFL coach in mind when I was telling you this earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm. I'm basically the Marvin Lewis of the Tetrapunks, yeah. Oh, there you go. Just a solid man, you know, game manager. Uh, we get to the playoffs pretty often, but just no success in the postseason, and uh, definitely not bringing home a title. And uh, you know, he lasted for like 11 years in the NFL, so you know that that makes sense. There you go. I've got one more season in me before uh, <laughs> I fire myself. <laughs> there you go. Right. So that's that's going for you every time you made it to the playoffs uh, i mean seven years you made it to the playoffs out of the nine years so that's that's great that's great well let's hope we can make it eight out of ten yeah let's uh although right now i'm in the outside looking in because of that loss last week we uh we've got some important games coming up though uh let's look at the schedule here we've got a couple of five and one teams matching up here um mr yuck versus tetrapimps so I think that's going to be a matchup to watch to see who's going to pull ahead into first place. Mr. Yuck still got us all beat on points. He's rocking 100, 825 <laughs> points on the season so far. Just unbelievable. And, uh, oh, it looks like you've got yet another uh, rivalry game this week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> if we are like a Texas OU rivalry, right? Mm-hmm. Marshall is my Texas, Texas A&M rivalry. So <laughs> the only problem with that is that makes me OU and OU's had so much more postseason success. So that yeah, exactly. Really that, that, that doesn't matter. I'm just <laughs> making comparisons here. Okay. So, okay. but another interesting statistics about uh, me and Marshall is that uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure Marshall would be excited to hear this. I'm actually three and eight against him. Oh my. So, yeah. So even that year, 2018, when I went eight and one at one point, uh, my one is my loss to him. <laughs> so, He's got your number. So, yes. Yeah, so like, like you, I haven't won against Marshall since 2017. So I'm, a, I'm on a losing streak against Marshall. All right. So, yeah. Marcio, if you need any help, let me know. I'll uh, maybe we can do like a one-week trade if you need some uh, borrow some players because I'm not going to need too many of my players this week. I'm I'm uh, going up against uh, last place zero and six water peddlers union, so uh, I, I I hope I can take care of them. And it's it's not looking good for me, Josh, this week because I'm on a bye week hell. So I I I have like six five players on bye, my st- five starters on bye. I have George Kittle in I on IR, and of course OBJ is injured. He's not gonna play. So I'm 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 running like a patchwork of uh, players. But you know, no excuses. We gotta play. We gotta win. We gotta stop this losing streak. It sounds like excuses. No, no, no. I, I... It sounds like excuses to me. Oh really? No, no. We're we're gonna win. We're gonna stop this losing streak. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep playing this for you now. Oh, I... You get the sad violin. Oh man. <laughs> now, now I'm not excited anymore. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, he's right. No, yeah. Week seven is definitely the bipocalypse. You've got just a ton of fantasy relevant players on by this week because the teams that are on by are. The Cowboys, the Vikings, the Bills, the Jaguars, the Chargers, and the Steelers. Oh, yeah. So, you know, that's just, if you don't have a player or two on by this week, then your team's probably not very good, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> a bunch of good players in there. You know, you're talking about Zeke, you know, Dalvin Cook, Diggs, 
Dalton Schultz. <laughs> no, oh yeah, Dalton Schultz. <laughs> yeah, my my boy Justin Herbert is out. Najee Harris. Josh Allen. Yeah. Big Ben. No, no, not Big Ben. Uh, nobody cares about Big Ben. <laughs> Speaking of Big Ben, he's 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 like uh, you know uh, he looks like that kind of guy who walks into McDonald's and asks for the regular. You know, I, I don't know. I just. <laughs> He has certainly bulked up this year, I think. He's, yeah. He's, yeah. When he shoves his head into that helmet, it just looks like it's uh, it's very painful and, and just barely fits around his big jowls. He's a big boy. Yeah, anyway, as long as he helps my players, we're good. Yeah, he seems to love your uh, running back. He throws it to him like 15 times a game, so that's yeah. it seems to work yep. out okay. Yeah, so on top of the bipocalypse of week seven, we've also got just a huge slate of of injuries that are that are hurting uh, a lot of our teams we've seen like uh, kareem hunt just got hurt nick chubb was already hurt so you know we'll talk about it later but the third string running back for the cleveland browns seems to be um important this week cmc so christian mccaffrey he was apparently 50 50 yeah you know ready to come back but then now he's been put back on IR, and so he's on the shelf for another three weeks at the at the minimum. And it's just another disappointing season for CMC drafters. And I think uh, next year, I I would not expect him to be the one one overall next year. Yeah, it would be our uh, stud later. We'll, we'll talk about it. But uh, yeah, and you know, all of the injuries on the New York Giants are still happening. So Kadarius uh, Tony, Saquon, they're all still out. We've got, uh, I think Alex Collins is in the, is he in the COVID protocol or is he injured? I forget. No, he, he, he was injured the last game. I think he didn't play like yeah the last few sequence because that's right. He heard, that's right. Yeah. He heard his thigh or something like that. So Seattle's on to their third string uh, <laughs> running back. Yeah. Whoever that might be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's just it's going to be a challenging week to play fantasy football. You're going to have to try to make a roster and it's it's tough. But I do want to remind our managers um just field every position. That's all I ask, you know, um mm-hmm. I want everybody to try their best, you know. <laughs> don't don't start a blank uh roster spot, you know, or right. somebody on bye. Yeah. We can't have that. And I, it's not been a problem for the most part this year, but uh just a, a Friendly reminder. Yeah, we don't want to see that in league. It's just not fair to the whole league, right? Because you're going to basically give up on one week. Yeah. And that screws up the standings and everything. So no worries. Oh, I forgot to talk about it. But one other major quarterback injury we had is uh, Baker Mayfield in that OU matchup between him and Kyler this last week. He got hurt and tore his labrum. He's going to have to have surgery in the offseason. But uh, it looks like he's going to miss at least a week. Uh, with yeah. that case keenum would be starting yeah yeah so the, i think that injury was in his non-throwing arm at least which is why he should be coming back sooner but um still i think in the off season he's gonna have to have surgery on it i also want to bring up uh the tight end dawson knox because he broke his hand and had successful surgery so uh fortunately mark one one thing, do they ever announce an unsuccessful surgery? Because I've never really heard that. <laughs> good good question. They always say it was a successful surgery. Like they don't come out and say, "Oh man, we really screwed that one up." Just yeah, he's, you he's know, gone. my bad. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> "Oops." <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Okay, go on. Yeah, Dawson Knox, who yeah broke his hand, was like the tight end two on the year or something like that. It's like yes, yeah. uh, I think um, 
Tischenberg uh, brought yeah, that Tisch- up on last yeah, week. Yeah, so so I just want to say to Mark that uh, fortunately, you know, he he has that tight end from the Lions still. Oh, oh, wait, sorry, no, 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 he traded that to me, and, and yeah. And he actually did pretty well for me. I, you know, 11 and a half points. I'll take that for my tight end. You know, Hawkinson coming back into form. So, yep. Hawkinson and AJ Brown producing this week. So, my trade looked, you know, looking not so bad. Moving on, we've got to talk waiver wire. It wasn't as exciting of a waiver wire week. Uh, not like uh, some of the weeks in the past where, you know, 40, 50 bucks has been dropped on a player. Yeah. Yeah, th- th- this week's waiver wire is definitely weaker than Julio Jones' hamstrings. That's for sure. <laughs> that's very weak. That's very, very yeah, weak. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the big pickup, I guess, was halfway accidental by me. I, I got the <laughs> uh, Cleveland running back, Dearness Johnson. I really didn't think I was going to get him at $13, and I thought I was going to lower my bid. I, I kind of wanted to lower my bid, but it just kind of fell asleep and forgot about it <laughs> you, you spent your last fab money josh yep i'm down to zero that's yeah. that's the way it is week seven and you don't have any money where did it all go i don't even know <laughs> i spent 40 on elijah mitchell who i'm still starting so he's he's a good player i'm, I'm still on board with that but uh yeah i don't even remember it's, it's like it's like waking up with a hangover it's like where did everything go? I know, and it's only week seven. <laughs> but yeah, you you were able to grab him, uh, you know, at thirteen dollars, and next highest was Mark at eleven. So I mean, you get a starting running back in a very run heavy team for a couple of weeks at least. Um, you know, it's it's not the end of the world. Thirteen bucks isn't bad, but yeah, it being my last thirteen dollars is really the the issue here. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> But yeah, I just, uh, you know, that $100, you can't take it with you. That's what I always say. Can't take it with you. And I won't be taking any with me into the playoffs. <laughs> I think next year we might implement a, a new trade uh, clause where you can trade some of your uh, fab money, maybe. Oh, yeah, that would yeah. be interesting. Like a player yeah. with plus fab money. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a good one. Player, player plus uh, cash considerations, yeah, or something like that, you know? Does, does Yahoo allow that, though? No, I think we'd have to do it manually. So I could ah, do it okay. as a commissioner. I could transfer okay. the cash. Um, but I think that'd add a little nice little wrinkle. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's good. Some other pickups. Let's see. Oh, Ricky Seals-Jones. RSJ, baby! Uh, yeah, Tischendorf picked him up for a dollar, and I I bid a zero dollars for him, but I did not get him because I only had zero dollars. Because as I mentioned, I spent all my money on Dearness Johnson. You had him, Josh. You had him. You just drop him. I dropped him. Well, okay. So here's the deal. So I picked him up because Explain. it was it was here. I'll, I'll put on my explaining music. So I picked him up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. I picked him up because TJ Hawkinson was uh, trending to not start last week. Like uh, there was uh, reports coming out of training or uh, practice that he wasn't practicing. And I was like, oh, crap, I'm screwed. I don't have another tight end on my roster. So I picked him up. And I was like, oh, it was an actually good. I was pretty excited. If I had to play him, he, he seemed like he was going to produce. But as soon as it got closer to game time and I knew that I was going to start Hawkinson, I was like, I can't, I can't keep him on my roster because I wanted to take a flyer on Rashad Penny, uh, the third string. Mm-hmm. Well, not really third string, but uh, running back for Seattle that is coming off of IR this week. So it was kind of a flyer on Rashad Penny. 
Um, you always need, you know, if you hit on one of these uh, running backs that comes back and, and starts playing well, then, you know, you, you can really save your season. So I, I valued that higher than having a backup tight end, basically. And A. Collins got hurt, so, you know. Yeah, and so when Penny comes back next week, hopefully uh, he's in line for a bulk of the workload. So, you know, hopefully it works out for me. Anyway, all my moves are nothing compared to Mahomes. Uh, <laughs> just, I don't know what, he's playing 4D chess out here by, uh, he picked up Baker Mayfield right after Baker Mayfield got hurt, like we talked about earlier. Um, then he he then proceeds to drop Baker and... All, the reason for this is his his QB is on by this week. As we said, it's mm. by Apocalypse, and he's mm-hmm. uh, he's got uh, Josh Allen. Right? Allen, yep, Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah. So Josh Allen's on by. He doesn't have a backup, so he starts uh, trying to pick up Baker Mayfield. I mentioned in the chat that uh, you know he's hurt, right? Basically, and then he dropped him, <laughs> and, and it seems like he's put in a bid on on Matt Ryan, is what we understand from the chat. Which I, I he shouldn't have told anybody that I don't think. Especially when uh, his opponent Fish grabbed two QBs during the waiver run to block him. Yeah, he's definitely trying a, a QB liker maneuver on, <laughs> oh, yeah. on on his opponent this week. Um, you know, I'm probably violating some sort of uh, manager commissioner conven- uh, confidentiality, but Hamilton, uh, Matt Hamilton did actually text me as well. Hey, are you going to process my waiver claim as if I would just fast track his claim on Matt Ryan to, to help him out? He says, my team is a dumpster fire, but at least they deserve a QB. And I had to let him know that, no, I do not fast track waivers, nor do I, I don't even think it, uh, Yahoo would allow me to do this. Yeah. I don't think you could do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, just so you guys know what kind of player we're dealing with here, he's, he's taking <laughs> back channels to try to, to <laughs> game the system and, and, and get his player. So uh, I, I encourage everybody to bid up on Baker or on uh, Matt Ryan uh, before he hits the Do you have the a market. soundboard for that? Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> this is an alert. This is an alert. <laughs> Go bid on Matt Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I do like that uh, the Pish picked up Jameis and Tua. For three bucks, he wasted six dollars a fab just to troll his uh, com- opponent this week, and he admitted it. Yeah, he's like, "Yep, I I did that." <laughs> it's awesome. It's great. I I I like it when you know the league does that. Amazing. Oh, it's it's great. It's great strategy, and you got to play some defense as well of offense sometimes. Yeah, I'm I'm still scarred by you know the liker <laughs> maneuver. Just to let you know, Bob, if you're listening. Well. And I know we've gone back to this several times, but I think the best part about it is that it did knock you out of the playoffs, didn't it? Yes, yes, yeah, that's, exactly. That's the the most uh, impressive part of the whole thing. Yeah. So if, if I would have, like I told you, if I would have like picked any of the kickers that he picked up, I would have won and made it to the playoffs and maybe won, won, won that year. But yeah. that's why it's so amazing. It was like, yeah, it was <laughs> perfect, perfect setup. It's and, wonderful. And I, I was like, I was like really pissed because like, Josh, I thought it was really you. It's like, Josh, Sanova. And then I was like, no, it was like, I was like, what? <laughs> so I was like, it made it way more amazing. So That's way too anyway. smart for me to figure out. I mean, now <laughs> I look for things like that. But before, before that happened, I'd never even considered that being a, a strategy. 
Moving on, let's talk a little bit about the NFL week in review. So week six, we'll talk some studs and duds and quick hits. Uh, I want to bring up the first stud of the week. I think uh, I think we can all agree that Derrick Henry is not human. Oh my gosh. He is a, uh, he's a monster. He's a Yeti just running through, over, and, you know, on top of every other defender in the league. And I can't, I can't imagine like trying to be a cornerback who's like a buck 80, 195, something like that. Just, just trying to, you know, square up and take him down. I, I think I would have to have a change of drawers, uh, every play. I'm still wondering how he he didn't end up like number one overall in the draft. Uh, it still boggles my mind. It's like I think oh. next year, I think he should be. I think oh, the one yeah. thing that that Derrick Henry, I mean, he's been awesome. Like, well, once the Titans figured out that they shouldn't keep playing Demarco Murray and let Derrick Henry run, which took them way too long to figure out back in 2017 or whenever that was, that uh, Demarco Murray was still the lead running back for the Titans. Anyways. I had him on my team that year. Just so yeah. you know. And he, yeah. he sucked. Well, I mean, you know, and, and they every time they put Henry in, it was, you know, a breath of fresh air, but they just couldn't make the move because they had just paid DeMarco so much money, I think, uh, mm-hmm. right before then. Um, but yeah, I mean, ever since then, he's just been super consistent. And he's, what do they say, the best ability to have is availability. And, you know, he's just healthy. He he He's not injury prone at all and just goes out there and works and just he's everything you want in the lead rushing back you know running back he's just uh he's a monster and this week he proved it again with 143 yards and three wow. touchdowns just freaking ridiculous he's uh let's see here we got some some good stats he's the first running back since uh, Lawrence Taylor or oh no I'm sorry no, he's no, the first no. running back since Ladanian Tomlinson yep in his MVP year to have a uh, hundred rushing yards and three touchdowns in back-to-back games. So he's oh, done that. I mean, and he's done that uh, in three games this year already. So it's, it's not even just the back-to-back. He's just so many yards every week. He, uh, let's see here. As far as the list of players with four or more rushing touchdowns of 75 yeah. or more yards, uh-huh. there's a very short list. And that's like Chris Johnson, CJ2K, AP, mm. OJ, you know, <laughs> before the murders. Uh, <laughs> Jamal yeah. Charles, which is kind of shocking. Jamal, I forgot how good Jamal Charles was for those short, short period of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Dorsett, Barry Sanders, you know, they, they all had four or more and, and uh, he joined that list this week. So, because oh, wow. he had that 76 yard run that was just bonkers, just it's amazing how big he is and then also how fast he is. Yeah. Cause as soon as he got to the second level, like he just exploded. And even these like safeties and DVs are not catching him at, at, at any point. And uh, just a, a sight to see. And then when fi- I want to leave you this with this one other stat is that uh, he has 587 yards after contact this year. Mm-hmm. If you just took his yards after contact, he would still be the number one rusher in the, in the Ooh. league. So, <laughs> what? so Number two would be Nick Chubb at 523 total yards. That's before and after contact. So he he's just immune to the first guy that hits him. Like, it doesn't matter. It's He's getting through the first guy. It's just how many guys can you throw at him to get him down after that is is the question. So, yeah. So, John, how many players do you need for Henry? I mean, yeah. Hit me up. <laughs> yeah. We can make something happen. What's it going to take? <laughs> 
<laughs> I can throw uh, Kyler and uh, like, TJ Hawkins. More players. <laughs> There's no way he's giving up Henry. Uh, yeah. Well, that's enough about my stud of the week. What do you got, Jordan? So I, so my stud of the week, I'm picking Jalen Hurts. So did you know Jalen Hurts is French for garbage time? <laughs> I believe it's Jalen Hell. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he's just turning out to be the Blake Bortles of this year. You know, the garbage time legend. I mean... He is the garbage man. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he scored 27 points on 115 passing yards, right? So That's amazing. Yeah. But it's watching Jalen Hurts is not good for your health because his signature move is to make his fantasy owners miserable for three, three and a half quarters and then produce <laughs> a bur- burst of garbage time activity to get you like 20 to 30 points. So yeah, crazy. That's the thing about fantasy football is there's a cheat code for QBs. And if the cheat yeah. code is if you're a rushing QB, you're going to get points and you're going to, it doesn't matter what it looks like on the field. If you run the ball, it's worth so much more than throwing the ball, you know, yeah. per yard, obviously. So it's kind of a cheat code. And that's how some of these quarterbacks end up in the top 10, top five, even though to the eyeball test, you're like, this guy's trash. But mm-hmm. he runs the ball for 85 yards a game or something, and that's enough to, to really contribute to your bottom line. So he leads all QBs in designed rushing attempts and accounts for 26% of the Eagles' rushing attack. So the dude's basically an, an uh, RB1 that throws the ball sometimes, yeah. right? <laughs> he just rushes. So I'm, I'm a, you know, um, like a lip reader myself. So in, in one of the huddles, he goes something like, you guys, this is the play, but you know, I'm, I'm likely just going to run it myself. So just do your thing. <laughs> just get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, he, he, when you watch him play, he sucks, but for fantasy, he, he's awesome. Yeah, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. Um, moving on to duds, I think I got to bring up, well, you know, a player that I've actually really like, but has just uh, disappointed a lot this year, and especially um, this week. Mike Evans of the Tampa Bay Bucks. He had only four targets, two receptions for 27 yards. And, you know, he's had uh, good games this year, but I think there's just there's just so many mouths to feed in Tampa Bay. And, and yeah. especially Antonio Brown, like, seems to just suck up all the attention of Tom Brady. And especially this week, Antonio got 13 targets, nine wow. receptions for 93 yards. I mean, yeah. there's just, you know, everybody thinks that's the best uh, wide receiver core in the league. And I agree. I think, you know, between Godwin, Evans, and Antonio Brown, I don't know how you could argue. And you have Gronk too. Oh, yeah. Right? Don't forget Gronk is currently injured. Yeah. And he's coming back. And it's, it's, it's hard to figure out which wide receiver or T, you know, tight end would be getting the most targets in one week. So that's, that's the problem with that team in fantasy. But I think the only one you're really happy with this year is AB. I mean, yeah. really, because you got him so cheaply. I mean, he probably yeah. went in the seventh or something. I don't know. I don't have it in front of me, but um, somewhere in that six to eight round, round, round range. Do you have a dud this week, Jordan? Yes, yeah, so I'm I'm going Philly special this week. So my Ooh, Philly special, nice. Yes, my dud uh, for the week is Miles Sanders, or more like cent- more like centimeter Sanders, if you ask me. 
<laughs> oh, that's a metric joke. I like that. <laughs> so in that game against Tampa, right? He Tampa Bay, he entered halftime with just one carry for one yard. Oof. Yeah, so you could tell that most of the Philly crowd have Sanders in their fantasy team because they were loud. They were like loud cheers when he finally entered. You know, getting started. Uh, I mean, finally started getting more carries in the second half. And and I saw in Twitter there was like a picture of the the you know a standing ovation from Eagles fans when he he started running the ball. So okay, it was crazy. Yeah, I bet all over Philly sports talk radio, it's just people calling in saying, why don't they run the ball more? Why doesn't Miles Sanders... Like, Miles Sanders has been an elite running back in this league for a few years, and he's doing absolutely nothing for them this year. And it's not really his fault. He's not getting any opportunity. And uh, probably due to that stat earlier, you said that Jalen Hurts is 26% of their (laughs) rushing offense. So, So Miles Sanders has less carries in the season than Derrick Henry averages per game. Oh. No, I just made that up. I just made <laughs> oh, that damn. Up. That, that, I almost believed it. <laughs> yeah, it's too good to, you know. Yeah, it's it's almost true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been a bad year for him. Yeah, so you want to talk about some quick hits here? Uh, I think you've got a an air yard stat we, we should discuss. Yes, so for 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 the last uh, over the last three weeks, uh, our air yards leaders has been number one is Cortland Sutton at 552 yards, right? Second is Terry McLaurin, Terry McLaurin at 539, and then your boy DJ Moore at 395. So I, I'm bringing this stat up because uh, the other statistic that I saw was that uh, for most air yards from incompletions uh, that were like deemed to be their quarterback's fault, right? Like overthrown, underthrown behind or out of bounds uh number one is <laughs> Cortland sutton at 315 yards and then number two is dj moore at 259 so so the qbs are just really letting our guys down basically yeah, is what you're saying yeah, basically and for those who don't know air yards just it's not you know i don't know if it's common knowledge for everybody but air yards is like the distance the pass goes from the quarterback to the receiver before he starts running so so basically though what you're saying is yeah uh between Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke, and uh, Sam Darnold, you know, there's a lot of throws that are missing the target, and our guys are suffering because of it. Exactly. Yeah, it's a bummer. Well, maybe they'll uh, they'll figure it out. Maybe one of those teams will trade for Tua or trade for Deshaun Watson. Ooh. Huh? Huh? Ooh. I, I see what you did there. Yeah? Well, that's a nice segue to some of the rumors this week. Uh there was a there was a trade rumor that the uh, Texans were were close to dealing Deshaun Watson to the Dolphins, and it was going to be like a three team deal that would, I guess, Tua would end up in Washington, and I don't know what Washington is sending back to the Texans. Hopefully, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, hmm. you know, just so he can ball out. And I just want I just want Ryan Fitzpatrick to play for every NFL team and have a good season at least once with every every team. I think he's well on his way. <laughs> But uh, yeah, based on that rumor, I did pick up Deshaun Watson briefly, and uh, we'll see. But I'll probably have to drop him now <laughs> to, to pick up a kicker. So you, you got to take your lottery picks, and and you know, especially a free one since I have no Fab money left. So that's how you do it. Yeah, that's how you got to be. All right, you know what time it is, Jordan. It's time for the matchup of the week, and our matchup this week is three and three Sweden Sweetums versus four and two Mega Mullet Mayhem. 
So we've got Mark versus Logan, and their projected point totals are a very, very close 115.6 versus 115.3. And uh, yeah, so this looks to be a very close matchup this week and a pretty pivotal one, I'd say, for Sweden Swidums, whether he's going to stay above 500 or, or drop below. Um, he's currently ahead of me in the standing, so I'd, I'd appreciate it if he goes ahead, goes ahead and loses this game. But I'm envious that they could like field enough players to be projected to score 115 because this week I'm supposed to score only 89. <laughs> you don't have a tight end yet, though, right? Ah, that's true. That's true. I'm I'm still thinking of uh, what's my play there because uh, yeah, I I had I have to drop a player to fill that position. You're probably not going to stream a tight end that gets you more than ten points, so you're still probably looking at under a hundred. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, that's even so still bad. Uh, okay, so this is kind of a funny uh, uh, matchup at QB because uh, Sweden Sweetums is going to roll out Tom Brady versus Mac Jones on the other side. Here we go. Air apparent. That's right. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is an easy one. <laughs> yeah, Brady's going to wipe the floor with, with with Mac Jones in the QB yeah. points department. Yeah. But uh, moving on, their wide receiver core. Let's see here. It's, uh, it's uh, I would say balanced, but I would give it to Mark because Seattle is still playing Geno and, you know, Metka. Uh, last game suffered drastically with, the, with you know, Geno at QB. So, yeah. Right. So we said that Logan's starting uh, DJ Metcalf and Chris Godwin, and he's also starting Hunter Renfro and his flex. So um, going up against uh, Mark's Jacoby Myers. And Debo Samuel. I don't know where you got right. Debo Samuel. That's a good player, though. That's uh, <laughs> he's he's probably going to ball out versus Indy. But yeah, uh, I think yeah, I think yeah, I think Mark's got that one pretty well in hand. Running backs again. I mean, it's hard to argue against Mark here. He's got Jonathan Taylor and Josh Jacobs has been coming on. I mean, he's not getting a ton of yards, but he gets that goal line work and he gets those TDs like every game seems. Yeah, and he's he's getting a lot of carries the last two games. Yeah, and uh, Logan is building Kamara, which is awesome. He's awesome, but his RB two is you know Heinz, uh, which is not really. Yeah, his RB two is the backup of Mark's RB one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, it's not yeah, so, not looking good. Yeah, Mark's ahead on the RBs, but for T for tight ends though, Logan has Mark Andrews. Yeah. Who had a spectacular game last game, and then your boy RSJ, or not your boy anymore, <laughs> RSJ for uh, Mark. So yeah, this would be Logan's. I think that's a clear win for yeah Mark Andrews on Logan's yeah. team. He's and going against Cincinnati, I think he's gonna feast. So yeah, that's that should be fine. Yeah, flex. We're looking at <laughs> Jimmy Connor. James Conner <laughs> on Sweden Sweetums and uh, uh, Hunter Renfro on the Mega Mullet. I, I don't know. I'd probably give the nod to James Conner just because he gets all that goal line work. And Hunter Renfro's, you know, he's getting some targets. He's looking looking solid. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I could go either way on that one. Yeah, same here. Uh, I mean, Logan could change his mind too because he had, what, a couple of wide receivers from Las Vegas. So, you know, he might plug in another Las Vegas wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> Just take your pick. Yeah. And, yeah, then we got kickers and defense. I don't 
not really a whole lot there. Uh, but yeah, I, I'd say, you know, this game is probably Tischenberg's to lose, but uh, I'm not 100% convinced. It'll be, it should be, should be tight. Yep. Speaking of Tischenberg, we've got some uh, calls this week for the Dear Commish segment, the award-winning favorite segment of the week. Jordan, are you ready for the first call? Yes, let's do it. Hey guys, Tischenberg here. I just want to say uh, it was a heck of a week, and I my olive branch to Jordan was telling him to play Cortland Sutton, which obviously was the difference between winning and losing this week. So I hope he remembers this and understands that I just want to be friends, man. As for Josh, better luck next time, dude. You're playing the 5X champ. What can I say? As for me, I just laid a turd. I don't know how else to explain it. I go from 200 points to jack squat in one week. Tischenberg out. There you have it. Our favorite caller. He brought up a, a, a good point there. He, he, he basically gave you the keys to winning the, the matchup against me by uh, starting Cortland Sutton instead of OBJ. So I have to co- correct him on that, though, because I, I've looked that up. So if I played OBJ over Sutton, right? Mm-hmm. I still would have won, but damn it, it would have been close, right? But but I would have to thank him though because uh, Sunday morning he he picked up like two kickers, which to be honest was w- one of the kickers that uh, I was thinking of picking up. But uh, when I saw that in the morning, I panicked because you know uh, PTSD from previous experience. So I, I grabbed the kicker from Pittsburgh, which actually gave me thirteen points. So yeah, so thank you, Mark. <laughs> I've uh, I've got no comment on the second half of that call. I guess I, I I got beat by the five-time champion. We don't have to discuss it any further. Uh, we have one more call from another unknown caller. So uh, let's take a listen to that one. Hey fellas, this is Bergentish, and I have a question for you. If you had to, would you rather have a lineup full of kickers? Or a lineup full of tight ends. And why? Thanks, guys. Enjoy the show. See you next time. Wow, very suspicious caller. Yeah, so listen here, Bubba. I'm not sure what kind of league do you play where you just play kickers and tight ends. That that would be an awful league, right? Well, I think you know my thoughts on this. Like, I... I hate the kicker position with a passion. So there's no way in hell I'm fielding an entire lineup full of kickers. You could you could just go ahead and cross that one right off your list. It's not happening. Although I it, I am curious if we if we had like a a mini redraft or something like that where we could only draft those two positions <laughs> and we had to field a team. Maybe we'll do that next week in the uh, episode. We'll just draft, you know, eight uh kickers and eight uh tight ends and see who scores the most that week. I I have a feeling the tight ends would still score the most. Yeah, I love them tight ends. Oh wait, that did, didn't sound right. I, I sounded like <laughs> I, I sounded like Urban Meyer there. Yeah, no, no. I, I mean, I'm I'm with you. Tight ends and not kickers for sure. Uh, and on that note, I think we got to close this uh, episode out. Yeah. Thank you, Jordan. It's always a pleasure, except when we play against each other. And now I don't have to do that again until uh, the finals. So I'm happy. Yeah. Josh versus Jordan. Looking forward to uh, what? Version five? Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah. Yeah. All Same right. here. Uh, the, the, the stress is lower now. I, I could focus on my team. 
All right. Well, good luck this week. Good luck to all you guys. Uh, have a good week and uh, stay active in the chat and be sure to send us some more messages just like Tischenberg and Bergentisch this week. Uh, the link is in the show notes and also as well on the team's chat. Uh, yeah, that'll do it for this week. Thanks a lot, guys. Later. Later.